0: What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Prime Time. I am your host Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com/dallas for more articles on analysis, opinion, and news about your 7-3 Dallas Cowboys. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let's talk about OBJ. Last night, we were going to get into the topic, but we were running late And I thought that we already had talked a lot about the coaches and everything. And then Dak Prescott timely talked about OBJ today to the media and had some interesting quotes, some interesting things to say about the superstar wide receiver. Not only did he give an update on where things stand, but he also went a little bit in myth buster mode. I believe the Cowboys quarterback did because he made a very important point that I think we are kind of. Misunderstanding as we enter week twelve of the regular season. So, without any further ado, let's get into the comments here really quickly. What did Dak Prescott say about OBJ? Here's the quote. I will read it to you. Uh, Dak Prescott via this is via Patrick Walker from DallasCowboys.com. Shout out to him. He is an absolute legend. In the world of the Dallas Cowboys, and he tweeted out these quotes. You can go check them out over at, at Boys of the Star. Patrick Nosey, as always, doing a tremendous job. The quote itself was, and I have it lined up for you here really quickly. When we're playing like we did in Minnesota, and you're able to add a talent like Odell, that can be special. That just creates more weapons, not only for me, but for the offense and for the play caller. It's more things for the defense to worry about. But he also said he knows how much I want him here. And a lot of the guys in this locker room have reached out in different ways. And I'm sure that you guys have seen that firsthand. Michael Parsons tweeting out about it. Uh, The same with Jaron Kears. Michael Gallum going live on NFL Network and saying that it's facts that they want OBJ in Dallas. But then Dak Prescott added, Something that I think was very, very important. He says to make sure that OBJ understands this is a team he can help. And we want him to come help. First and foremost, let me tell you something right off the bat. I love that quote. I love that the Cowboys are, and Dak Prescott specifically, is approaching this from that point of view. He is not telling OBJ, come get it. Come win a Super Bowl with us because we will do you that favor of being a part of the Cowboys. I love the fact that, OB, that Dak is actually saying, oh, we could use some help. We want you to help, to come help us. I think that's pretty cool. Now, he did say that he reached out to him personally. So that's important. I think the Cowboys quarterback reaching out to OBJ. He says, I've definitely sent him some messages. There's been a little, bit, uh, a little bit of a back and forth, just making sure that he understands that we want him here. Here comes the important part. And this is particularly relevant as the Cowboys get ready to play the New York Giants on Thanksgiving. And some people are marketing this as the Odell Beckham Jr. Bowl. You guys know why. Uh, NFL Network reported that the Cowboys... And the Giants are the finalists for OBJ and that that he will be visiting both the Cowboys and New York before making a decision. My question for you guys in the chat, the first one of the show, are you buying or selling the whole OBJ narrative, the OBJ Bowl narrative, the fact that uh, the winner of Thursday's game will eventually land OBJ are you buying that are you selling that let me know in the comments because OBJ said I mean Dak Prescott said excuse me when asked about OBJ's own interesting of joining the Cowboys he said it's mutual it's honestly it's mutual that's the reason I said it's business it's more than just somebody's feelings of wanting to be somewhere I understand that will come into play but I am feeling like it's mutual but I love that part as well Of It's more than just somebody's feelings of wanting to be somewhere. I think that is key. Dak also said, I don't necessarily know about what he's looking for when it comes to the numbers and the long term and all that, but I know we want him here and I hope it all works out. That's the reason why I am selling the narrative of OBJ, uh, of the Cowboys and the Giants playing on the OBJ Bowl on Thursday. Because yes, I understand the idea that OBJ wants to play for a contender. But honestly, if that was all there was to it, I think OBJ would already know where he's playing. Even if it came down to those two teams, I think that if we're objective, the Cowboys, and I I know that these might be playing with fire and potentially jinxing them, but I do think that the Cowboys are the better team right now and we've talked about where the Cowboys rank in the conference, and the conversation has essentially been top three for the NFC for a while now. The Giants not really. The Giants are a tougher team to figure out. If that was all OBJ wanted, I think he would already know where he wanted to play, and maybe he would also be calling the Chiefs and the Bills finalists, right? So, I'm selling that part of the narrative. I think that it will all come down to those offers. And that's where it could get complicated for the Cowboys. But also, don't lose out hope. Because I also think that that idea that because my, uh, because uh, OBJ is looking for a particular type of contract, that the Cowboys cannot sign him. I also think that's not entirely true. I think that the Cowboys could make a run at OBJ Giving the market value that he might end up settling for. We'll talk about that uh, on this show too later, but let me see some of your comments beforehand. Uh, do you, are you buying or selling the OBJ bold narrative? Here we go. Let's see some of your comments. Craig is selling. Tyler is buying. Tommy goes with selling. Uh, Joey goes with, Joe's, excuse me, goes with buying. Shout out to Joey Bella. He says, I'm sipping the tea. I'm sipping the tea. Uh, Kenny is buying. The narrative Bruce goes with selling Cowboys are the superior team. Anyways, I agree with this. I agree with this, Bruce. Even if the Cowboys lose to the Giants on Thursday, which hopefully does not happen and it shouldn't happen because the Cowboys are eight point favorites, over eight point favorites heading into that one on Thanksgiving. But I think we, we know that Cowboys overall are the most efficient team. Now, Kenny also... Brings up a good point. He says, do you think he really wants to go back to the Giants? There is no way. Cowboys offer way more for him, especially the spotlight, which he liked. Now, although I agree with Kenny here that the proposition of OBJ returning to the Giants is a dubious one. I do think that he would not really be returning To the Giants that he played for. The Giants are a very different organization now. New general manager. New head coach. Brian Dable is doing things the right way apparently. Over at New York. And I'm not talking about the win-loss record. That they've had cooking. Because I realize why that's not as convincing. Given how many close games they've won. But. Even a simple fact is Brian Dable not taking over play calling, even though he called plays for Buffalo, tells you a lot of how he is doing things right as the CEO of that team. And keep in mind, Brian Dable is a guy that has learned from Bill Belichick, has learned from Nick Saban. He has a long career as an assistant coach. I think. I think the Giants are actually kind of a... Attractive proposition for someone like OBJ. They don't have a quarterback, and that is a big, big weakness of the Giants as a as a potential, you know, contender to sign the guy. Because sure, Daniel Jones has some some strengths. He can win in the NFL. But I don't think that the Giants are convinced they have found themselves their franchise quarterback as the Cowboys are with Dak Prescott. So the Cowboys are the most attractive location between those two. But also you you hear Von Miller in his podcast. He's still talking about the Bills potentially landing OBJ. And I do think that OBJ maybe has not ruled out either the Bills or the Chiefs over at the AFC side of things. I'm not ruling that out just yet. So yeah, I'm I'm not buying the idea that this is the OBJ Bowl. I would love it. Uh, hey, I would love to have OBJ in attendance, and when the game is over, just have an announcer say, "OBJ, come on down." But I don't think it will happen. I think it will ultimately come down to the money side of things, and we will get that into that in a few moments here on the show. But before we actually do that, how do you guys? How are you guys feeling about this one? Do you think that signing OBJ is a need for the Cowboys, or nah? How are you feeling about this? Because I saw that debate on the Twitter timeline the other day. People were fighting, not fighting, just discussing whether OBJ was a need or not really a need. After all, over the past three games with Dak Prescott back, the Cowboys have averaged over 35 points. The Cowboys are looking like an efficient pass offense in DBOA including those weeks with Cooper Rush, the Cowboys are still a top 12 passing offense for the season. I'm not talking about the last three weeks or not. Versus the Vikings, we saw pure efficiency from a passing game perspective. It was near perfect as Dak Prescott completed 88% of his passes. And that's including not really a drop because I wouldn't consider that Dalton Schultz throw at the beginning of the game when the Cowboys had the ball on the 27-yard line, gain a few yards, and then settled for three. The play before that field goal, Dak Prescott kind of finds Dalton Schultz. Schultz goes with one hand. We would have loved for him to go with two. I, I wouldn't call it a drop, uh, but it's a very good pass from Dak Prescott, for example. And Schultz almost had that one. So you can see the Cowboys offense actually working even without OBJ. So is he a need or is he not a need? Let me see what you guys think in the chat before uh, we move on a little bit here. Jim says, yes, it is a need. Joe Scovella goes with need. Joe says, uh, and Joe is watching from Italy, as always, Joe says, trust me, Adele is not coming to Dallas because Jerry Jones isn't a bum all that money. Uh, Burke says need. Tyler goes with a need. He says OBJ would complete the wide receivers. Lamp OBJ and Gallup would be scary. Mark Andrew goes with need. Uh, I love you know Mark Andrew. I love I love uh, seeing your name pop up because I always think of uh, the Ravens tight end. So I in in my mind, uh, Baltimore Ravens tight end Mark Andrews is commenting on Prime Time. Shout out to you, sir. Uh, need no boost, absolutely says Bruce. And that's actually that's actually what I was going to get to. Edward says, why are you wasting the time on this subject, Edward? I understand if you don't want OBJ on the team, but here's how I look at it. Let me explain to you my point of view. OBJ is the best free agent available and your Dallas Cowboys are legit Super Bowl contenders. If they are a contender to also get the best free agent available, man, I'm convinced I'm going to talk about it, especially when your quarterback goes out there and says, I want him here. So yeah, it is irrelevant Topic, even if um, uh, even if you know, I understand the idea that maybe they don't land him. Uh, that our team is trying to get him too. But what I was going to get to was I think a need might be a strong word because the Cowboys offense is working right now. Just yesterday, we had a show praising Kellen Moore a little bit. And I think that the offense is looking, looking good, looking good overall. But man, it would not only be a boost as Bruce said, it. Uh, I agree with Bruce, but I think that's even short selling it. I think OBJ would really take this wide receiver core and take it from good to very good to potentially elite, because suddenly you can find all sorts of zone beaters, man to man beaters on your offense with OBJ, and you can add a deep threat to your offense, an additional deep threat. Not that OBJ is a speed specialist, but he is a complete receiver that can go over the top, and he can win those contested catches, he can go vertical, and suddenly, if you are lining up on those 3 by one looks that the Cowboys offense absolutely loves, and you have Michael Gallup isolated on one side, CeeDee Lambie in the slot, and OBJ on the outside, that is a dangerous-looking unit, especially when Tony Pollard looks like a guy that you can involve in the offense after the Cowboys targeted six times versus the Minnesota Vikings. And Dalton Schultz remains a, a trusty pass catcher for Dak Prescott. It could be one of the best skill position groups on offense In the playoffs, if they land OBJ, I wouldn't say need, but I would say that is a a big time addition that the Cowboys could put together. That being said, how would the deal actually look like? I've seen all sorts of speculations on this. Some people think that it might be a one year deal. Some people uh, think that OBJ won't settle for anything that isn't a multi-year deal. I think everything is on the table. Ian Rappaport from NFL Network has reported that OBJ wanted a Michael Gallup type of deal from the ALA Rams in the offseason. And for some perspective, that would be a five-year deal for $57.5 million for an average value per year of 11.5. And that's that looks like a high commitment to OBJ. I'm not sure why OBJ would want a five-year deal. Maybe it would have to do with the fact that he doesn't want to do this superstar free agent thing anymore. Maybe he wants to settle down. Maybe he's also thinking about family and staying in the same place for more than one year, which is pretty understandable. We, We sort of forget sometimes that these guys are human after all. But the Michael Gallup deal... I think it's out of the question, more or less. Because OBJ is 30 years old. When Gallup signed this deal, or Chris Godwin, who was on a similar position, they were about 26 years old. That is a big, big difference. Now, although Michael Gallup's deal is a five-year total contract, he is, quote-unquote, cuttable starting in 2024, which would be tre- year three of the deal. Because if the Cowboys cut him in 2024, and I'm not saying that it will happen or anything like that. We're just taking a look at the contract structure for Michael Gallup. If the Cowboys cut number 13 in 2024, they save $5.5 million in the salary cap. They open up cap space. Sure, they need to eat some debt money because they would be eating million in debt money if they do cut him in 2024. But net wise, they would save in the salary cap. So although we can use that label of a five year deal or a four year deal, and and the conversation with OBJ becomes that of a three year contract or something like that, let's just remember that it's more than anything about the structure of the actual deal. Now, I don't think that the NFL teams that OBJ is looking at will sign him for a deal like this. I don't think that that will be on the table more than anything because of his age. And I don't think that he will be in that $20 million per year mark that some people have thrown around in social media. I think chances are he's signing something like a two to three year deal with a low number and a lot of guaranteed money or the other way around, right? A high number, yet not as big of a commitment to the player moving forward after whatever happens in 2022. So I think that the Cowboys will actually be in the market for OBJ. I think that he will not be commanding a ridiculous deal that rules out the Cowboys because of their their way of doing things. I think this is doable. I think that he would help the Cowboys a lot. And I think that it's very relevant that the Cowboys are approaching this one in a very different way that they've done usually for a lot of these players that they're involved with, but maybe don't sign or maybe are not finalists to end up signing. Let's see. Let's see some of your comments here. Dylan says, Dylan says, oh, actually, Odell's been tweeting about the Giants for weeks. LOL. You must be lost. I don't know if... Dylan is talking to me directly here, or maybe someone else in the chat. Uh, Dylan, OBJ is tweeting about everybody, though. And, and I mean this in the sense that, sure, OBJ tweeted after the Vikings game. He tweeted, they went crazy today, referring to the Cowboys. Because he wasn't referring uh, uh, to the Giants, who lost to the Lions 31-18. to He was referring to the Cowboys on that one. Then he tweeted, oh, Patrick and and... Travis are going crazy on this one. He, he was talking about the Chiefs on that one. That that wasn't the Giants because uh, Travis Kelsey is not in New York. He's not a part of the Giants roster last time that I checked. So if we're, if we're going to use OBJ's Twitter as a benchmark to where he's going or not, hey, OBJ is not letting you know on social media. He's just playing With people, and he maybe he's using something that we should call leverage out there. Tyler says OBJ knows where he's going, he is teasing everyone. Honestly, Tyler, I think, is right here. Maybe he doesn't fully know, maybe he still is thinking about those numbers. When push comes to shove, it will come down to the numbers, it won't come down to oh, the Giants are my former team, the original team that drafted me. It won't come to, oh, yes, my family is in Texas, so I will sign with the Dallas Cowboys. It might not even come down to, let me play with Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. It will likely come down to that money and not necessarily the signing bonus, not necessarily the term of the deal, but whatever he values the most will likely dictate where he heads to Uh, when December starts, for sure. Edward says, I respect your opinion, but I don't think the Cowboys need him, says Edward. Hey, I I think that he definitely would not hurt. Maybe maybe need is a strong word, but man, OVJ would take this offense to another level, I think. (laughs) I I love this from Tommy. Because Dylan says, if you really think Odell is going to the Cowboys, I want whatever you're having. You guys are insane if you think that he wants to go to Dallas. And then Tommy came back with a perfect counterpunch. OBJ didn't even want to play New York when he did play there. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, Tommy, for sure. Uh, shout out to Dylan, though. I understand the Giants fans want OBJ back on that team. Uh, and hey, as, as I was talking about earlier in the show, I really respect what the Giants are doing right now. How can you not respect what Brian, Brian Dable is up to over there in New York? That is a legitimate concern moving forward for the entire NFC East. But some 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 weird takes in here. I can tell you something, for example, that OBJ will not consider when he decides where he is headed. He won't consider the fact that the Cowboys have not won his Super Bowl in 26 years he won't consider that the Giants beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice <laughs> this is all coming from from the comment section by the way uh, that's definitely not an OBJ's Raider. and Dylan I think you know it too I think that you too, you know it anyways moving on here uh that's basically what we had for OBJ the Cowboys of course are playing the New York Giants on Thursday. Some people will market it as the OBJ Bowl. I don't think. I think that's a misunderstanding, as the title of the video says. I think that Dak Prescott cleared that up when talking about OBJ today by saying, uh, "I don't know what he's looking for when it comes to the numbers." Oh, oh Dak Prescott is onto something there. So, anyways, before we close out the show, what we do every Tuesday night is the one cool thing of the week, and you can share any with us here uh, in the Facebook chat or the Twitter chat. What is your one cool thing of the week? You can go with something personal, something professional, sports-related, non-sports-related. Let me know what your one cool thing of the week is. And while you do that, and before I tell you mine, let me talk to you about our friends over at freemanmazda.net and the ride of the week. Because the ride of the week, is the 2023 Mazda CX-50 Preferred Plus All-Wheel Drive. This one starts at $34,360. It's got Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, all-wheel drive, heated power seats, hands-free liftgate, a lane departure warning feature, and a miles per gallon capacity of, a hear me out, 24 in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. So make sure you check out the 2023 Mazda CX-50 Preferred Plus All-Wheel Drive over at freemanmazda.net, a family-owned business for over 65 years. And remember, when you choose Freeman Mazda, you are choosing a lifelong partnership with your car dealer. What is your one cool thing of the week? Let's check it out. Dylan says, hey, hey, shout out to Dylan though. Fair play, fair play to Dylan. And I am in mean this seriously. Dylan gave us his one cool thing of the week. That's, hey, I, I got to respect that. I got to respect that. He says, I will be having my 24-pound turkey mashed potatoes gravy stuffing while the Giants are running down the Cowboys. There you go. Dylan's going to be playing some Madden on Thursday. This is a Cowboys page, not a Giants page. It. No, nah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I think it's cool that he, he chimed in to the one cool thing. I will respect that for sure. Bruce says, sweeping the Giants on Thanksgiving will be pretty cool. (laughs) Who else is throwing in a a one cool thing? Gilbert says, my grandson Magic Man, Team Bushland Falcons win on Friday. They will play at Jerry World for State. Oh, Gilbert takes it, I think. Gilbert takes the award for the best one cool thing of the week. Uh, Bruce goes, with one cool thing is the Giants losing to Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott in one year. Let's see. Christian says, looking forward to beating the Giants. Good Good evening to you, sir, as well. My one cool thing is, you know, I will go with his sports thing. Uh, I am from Mexico. You guys know this. I am, however, not big into soccer. But the World Cup started. And, hey, that's always exciting. I always envy soccer fans. When the World Cup comes around. Because I think we all enjoy it in a sense. But man, being a die-hard soccer fan and getting the World Cup has to be an insane experience. So that's my one cool thing of the the week. Uh, The World Cup started. uh, The Cowboys side versus Poland earlier today. You had Saudi Arabia beating, surprisingly, Argentina. That's crazy to think about. And hopefully the Cowboys have a chance, man. Hopefully they have a chance moving forward. Once more, I know nothing about soccer other than Memo Choa without gunslinger Patrick Mahomes in any football game. I have no doubt about that. Uh, Let's see. Joey Vella says, one cool thing, having my oldest daughter for the holiday. Dylan says, I will see you all after Thursday and then I'll see you when OBJ signs that deal with the big blue. Dylan you know where to find us, ADC Sports Dallas, live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central. Come check us out on Thursday, but with one condition though: whatever happens, all right. So if the Cowboys win, you gotta check in the chat here on Prime Time and just say hi. You know, say hi. Uh, one cool thing is Joey Bella having my oldest daughter for the holiday. Let's go, Joey. Tommy says, one cool thing, another sweep this year. Am I missing one before we get out of here? <laughs> Dylan's got a throw. He's 24-pound turkey at his TV after we beat New York on Thursday, says Tommy. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Joe says, I don't care about the World Cup because my Italy is not in it. Hey, that, that that's tough. That's tough, Joe. I know it sucks. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you all tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, to preview Cowboys versus Giants. And as we do every Wednesday night, well, no, actually, we do it on Thursdays, but it's a short week. We will have the Cowboys bet of the week. This season we are nine and one betting Cowboys games. No, that's that's a lie. Yeah, nine and one? Are we tre- 10 games already into the season? Time flies. Yes, we are 9-1 and one betting Cowboys games. Uh, last week, it was Cowboys minus 1.5. The week before that was the team total over, if I'm not mistaken, versus the Green Bay Packers. Was it? Yes, it was. And then the week before, before that, I think it was also the... No, it was, uh, it was the over for the the Cowboys-Bears game. So we'll, we'll figure that one out. I will see you tomorrow night on 8 p.m. Central. As always, remember that prime time is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Check out adcsports.com slash Dallas, and I will see you. Adios. Nos vemos. Bye-bye.